You are listening to The Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 138. If you don't have a plan for yourself, you'll be a part of someone else's plan. So be intentional, set the energy, set the plan for yourself. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello and welcome to the Star Coach Show. I'm your host, Meg Rentschler, and I am delighted to have you with us. I know that there are hundreds of podcasts that you can choose from, and your willingness to be here with us this week is an honor. And I am pleased to be able to say that the feedback that I get from the coaches who listen to the show is that your time here hopefully will be well spent in the different guests that we have and the expertise that they bring to the show, as well as hopefully the time that you spend when I do a solo show, which is what I am doing today. What I like to do is bring to you, the audience, different things that I have learned that I apply to my coaching or that I hear from the coaches that I train, what is helpful to them. Now, what we're going to do today is I'm going to share a little bit of a presentation that I shared in April at the All Texas Coaching Retreat around the positive energy that we bring to the forefront as people, not just as coaches, but how we can potentially use our positive energy and mindset to impact the outcomes that we have in life. Now, this whole concept of energy is not the first time that we've talked about it on the show. Actually, in episodes 73 and 79, we visited with Master Certified Coach Meg Mann around the energy we bring to a session and our clients' energy. But what we're going to do today is just a little bit different in that we're going to explore the importance of energy and I'm going to give you some exercises that you can use, different things that you might try in your days to increase your energy. And then you can certainly determine whether the things that we talk about are things that you would want to share with your clients, with your friends, with your family that could potentially impact their energy and their outlook on life as well. Now, before we go further with that, I want to stop and make just a quick announcement as sort of a public service announcement to all of you. This is now June. And what I have learned over the decade or more that I've worked with coaches is that we're all busy human beings and we get in that place of feeling like, okay, I've got my credential in place, I'm, you know, rocking and rolling, I'm seeing clients or I'm working my nine to five job and I'm seeing clients on the side or whatever that is and that work that you put into getting your credential just sort of feels like, whew, that's done. And 
we have to be sure that we're paying attention to the fact that our credentialing is on a window. That window will expire. And how can we stay intentional about managing our credential? So just in general, if you are an ICF certified coach, your credential is in a three-year span. All credentials are going to come up to for due, you know, to be renewed in a December timeframe. So it's either, you know, depending upon when you got credentialed, it might be this coming December that your credential expires or the following December or the December after that. Point being that we really want to manage that credential while we're in it and not all of a sudden think, holy schmoly guacamole, my credential expires in December and I didn't pay attention to what I needed to do to keep it current. I don't want anybody to lose their credential. And I will tell you, the ICF is very serious about that you maintain it to keep it. I've had a friend accidentally let hers lapse and they will send you an email saying, okay, you need to take down anything that says that you're a certified coach through the ICF because you're no longer certified unless you, you know, renew your credential. So what do we need to do to renew our credentials? Just in general, be keeping in mind that you have a three-year span to get continuing education, 40 hours of continuing education. Of that, 24 hours needs to be core competency-based and up to 16 hours can be resource development. All that information is on the coachfederation.org website, but just be thinking about it. Now, if you're an ACC that needs to recredential, 10 hours of that core competency training, 10 hours of that 40 hours needs to be mentor coaching. So be thinking about how you're going to work in some mentor coaching. You can work in mentor coaching anytime during that three years. You do not need to wait until you're right about to expire, particularly because for mentor coaching, you have to do that over at least three months. So here's an assignment for all of you. Hey, go look up your credential and see when it expires. If it expires within the next six months, Be sure that you are paying attention to, do I have all my core competency training? Remember, I've been pushing or I've just been letting you know about the Essence of Mastery Summit that is opened right now just because I think it's a fabulous way to get 20 hours of core competency credits. I am opening a mentor program in the next month so that people who are due in December or the December after that can practice together, can focus on the core competencies, can have a great time in the mentor program. And just in general, be thinking about how you want to be sure that you have crossed all your T's and dotted all your I's so that you are in place to be credentialed whenever your credential is expired. So that's the end of my public service announcement. I just wanted you to be thinking about it and be sure that you're on target because when you're on target for the things that are important in your life, your energy is going to increase, your positive mindset is going to increase, and that's what we're talking about today. Now let's start with talking about the importance of energy. 
What we know to be true is that when we have higher levels of energy, we have more happiness overall. When we have more happiness overall, we are more enthusiastic for taking on challenges. When we are higher in our energy, we compare our success more favorably with others. So therefore, the opposite side of that is when we have lower energy, we tend to look at other people's success in a more favorable light than our own. It can dampen our enthusiasm and our willingness to engage and take on new challenges. So we want to be in higher energy so that we have higher confidence and we want to face adversity more confidently and more powerfully. And when we're building a business or when we're attracting clients, these higher levels of energy can positively influence our business growth, our way that we attract clients to us. Because with a higher energy level, we have a better degree of influence with others. And we also, with a higher level of energy, have a a better likelihood that we're going to eat well, we're going to exercise, we're going to take care of our physical well-being, which ultimately then increases our energy again. So all these things are positive ways to kind of look at the import of energy. And as we explore the concept of positive energy and mindset and the outcomes that we have in life, we're going to be one of the, the resources that I'm going to draw upon is Brendan Burchard's book, High Performance Habits. I think it is a fabulous book to explore what research there is, and Brendan's done some robust research around energy in the mental aspects, in the emotional aspects, in the physical aspects. So it's a good read that I would recommend if you're in that place of what can I look at and and what habits can I incorporate in my life that will help me be higher in performing and therefore having those positive outcomes in my life. Now, many times as I think about my day and where my energy leaks are in the day, also when I talk to coaches about how they want to be best prepared for sessions with their clients, I might hear, you know, Meg, how can I best prepare to be in the best place for a session with my clients? And I might hear from my clients, whether they're executives or uh, business owners, you know, I, I sometimes just am coming into session and I'm in, I've just left one meeting, I'm coming into my coaching session. And I'm just feeling a little overwhelmed. How can I best prepare for my sessions? So what was interesting to me that sort of supported everything that I've shared with clients about how to prepare for their meetings, with my client coach, you know, coach clients who are like, how do I prepare for my client sessions, as well as work that I've done myself about being prepared and ready for sessions, what was interesting to me is the work that 
Brendan Burchard has done in his High Performance Habits book about the energy leak of transitions. What he's discovered is that one of our biggest energy leaks during the day comes from when we transition from one activity to another. So when we think about our transitions during the day, I'm going to give you an exercise that I want you to think about that's going to feed into all the different things that I've just said. So whether you can do it right now or whether you're going to do it later, I want you to write down all of the transitions that you go through in a routine day. What does a day look like for you from the time that you get up to the time that you go to bed again? Do you get up and get the kids ready for school and off to school and then get to the office to do an appointment and then maybe you have a business meeting and then maybe you have lunch with a friend and then maybe you have another, you know, three coaching sessions back to back. I don't know what your transitions look like during the day, but I'm encouraging you to get conscious about them by writing them down. And then explore from this list, when do your transitions feel stressful to you? What kinds of activities are you going into that tend to increase the stress for you? And how do you deal with those stressors? Think about those, become conscious of those, because it is creating consciousness around that that can help us be intentional about how we're going to deal with it. And I'm going to share a specific exercise with you that actually comes from high performance habits that you might be able to do with me right now if you're in a place of being able to relax and engage. Now, however, if you're driving right now or you're at the gym and you're listening, I would just allow you to or encourage you to allow the exercise to just roll over you. And then you can do it more intentionally when you're in a quiet place where you can actually close your eyes and do it. But even if you're not, just think about utilizing this exercise as you move from one major activity to another during the day. So we're going to start by closing our eyes and repeat the word to yourself, release, release, release. Now move through your body mentally, releasing the tension in your shoulders, in your neck, Maybe you're carrying tension in your face, in your jaw. Just release. Release any tension you might be carrying in your back, through your legs. Release that tension that you're carrying in your mind, in your spirit. Just focus on your breathing. And repeat the word release to yourself again and again. Now, as you're doing this, I want you to begin to think about what you want to think and feel in this next activity that you're moving into. I'm encouraging you to set an intention. 
consider what energy do you want to bring into this next activity? To consider how can you be your very best? And how can you get the most out of the experience? Think about this while you're focusing on your breathing and become intentional about this transition that you're going through at this point of the day. Now, this is just one technique that you can use to consider how you might be more intentional and mindful of the energy that you're carrying throughout the day. This exercise can help stop the energy leak that these transitions can bring to our day. Our day is going to be full of transitions, so how can we be more mindful and intentional about them? And then I would encourage you to think about how might you use this exercise with your clients? If your clients are coming into a session, you know, right out of another meeting, maybe you help them become intentional about what energy they want to bring into the session, how they want to be, and what they most want to walk away from from the session. Now, that's something that we ask them in, you know, what do they want to focus on and what do they want to be able to gain from the session? Yet, by using an exercise like this, we can help them become more intentional about the energy that they're bringing into the session and how they want to be throughout the session. So, it's just one idea, both about what you can do with your own energy level, as well as how we can potentially help our clients with that. We want to remember that our energy flows where our attention goes. And when we become intentional about where our energy flows, then we're also intentional about where that energy flows with it. You can set an intention about how you want to be at the end of this podcast. You can set an intention for your entire day for the weekend, for this next week, for this next month, for this next year. I challenge you to think about how do I begin to set intentions for any period of time moving forward and pay attention to how that impacts your outcomes. One of my favorite quotes is, if you don't have a plan for yourself, you'll be a part of someone else's plan. So be intentional Set the energy, set the plan for yourself. Another way that we can be intentional about our energy is how we show up and bring joy to any given situation. This is an element that I believe has impacted my life that I'm very intentional whenever I can be about well, and I can be at any time. I guess it's whether when I have the intention of, of bringing that joy, showing up joyful and bringing joy into other people's lives because we are responsible for the energy that we bring into a room. And I want to positively impact each situation to the best of my ability, although I will acknowledge that I don't always do this well and I'm not always intentional about this. Sometimes I carry that dark cloud with me, but I want to positively impact 
my energy and others' energy by bringing more joy into my daily life. Now, there are different ways that I can do that and that you can consider doing that in being mindful in your routines. And another aspect that Brendan Burchard brings into his work is triggers, triggers that he uses throughout the day. And I also sort of ground myself in triggers. So one of the things that Brendan talks about is a phone notification trigger. Building an alarm into your phone that goes off at least once a day, if not more than that, that reminds you to cultivate joy, to gain perspective in whatever it is that you're working on at that moment. Maybe your trigger says, bring the joy, or make a positive impact, or keep things in perspective, that you have a message that pops up on your phone at different times during the day to remind you to ground back into that positivity. I use a traffic light trigger, a traffic light trigger in my life. Anytime I'm out traveling and going from place to place, when I go through a green light, I share my thanks, my gratitude. I think about things that I'm grateful for. Whenever I am waiting at a light, I try to also think about things that I want to be intentional about, that whenever I'm waiting, what am I wanting to be mindful of? What do I want to bring forward? How do I want to be? So there's different places in everybody's got your own ideas about this, but I would encourage you to think about how can you be creative and build in mindful routines and triggers in your life. Uh, Brendan, once again, uses a doorframe trigger. He, as he walks into a room, that's a trigger for him to think about how he wants to feel, how he wants to be, how he can be the best man he can be as he enters into this situation. So I would just encourage you to think about what trigger might work for you to increase your mindfulness of your energy and the way that you're showing up. Other joyful exercises that you might consider are things like making a decision about how you want to feel in any particular situation and creating the flow of energy towards that. Use powerful questioning for yourself like you would with your clients. How can you be the best you can be in any given situation. How do I want to show up in this situation? How can I address this challenge and keep my perspective? How can you use powerful questioning to keep yourself energized, focused, and creating the kind of outcomes that you would like? You might practice visualizations. We talk about helping a client paint the picture that they want for the the direction that they're moving in. What does it look like? The clearer they can get about that outcome that they're moving toward, the more likely they are to create success. Well, then I challenge you to practice those visualizations for yourself and to get clearer and clearer about where you want to be. And I encourage you to respond with appreciation, with surprise and wonder, and with gratitude to the challenges and the opportunities that life brings to us. Now, my intention in today's show was not to be 
preachy or to should on anyone. It was more to kind of look at how can we be more focused on the energy that we bring into a room? How can we be more mindful of the opportunities that are in front of us and to create the kinds of outcomes that help us get to the places that we want to be. Norman Vincent Peale, in Discovering the Power of Positive Thinking, says this about the habit of mind. Your happiness depends upon the habit of mind you cultivate. Formulate and stamp indelibly on your mind a mental picture of yourself living life to the fullest. Hold this picture tenaciously. Never permit it to fade. Your mind will seek to develop the picture further. Do not build up obstacles in your imagination. Practice happy thinking every day. Cultivate a merry heart. Develop the happiness habit. And life will become a continual feast. I want to thank Norman Vincent Peale for those words of encouragement and hopefulness. I want to thank all of you for going on this brief journey with me today around creating positive energy and mindset to impact the outcomes that we have in our own lives and maybe even to use some of these practices with our clients. Now, just as one final reminder, remember to be responsible with your credential and keep it going. If you're credentialed, you want to absolutely protect that credential because you don't want to have to go back through everything and do it all over again. If you have any questions about anything that we talked about today or just about how I maintain that credential, never hesitate to shoot me an email. I want to help all of you be successful in your coaching. So visit starcoachshow.com if you have any questions about any of the things that we talked about today. If you want to review the show notes for the links that we talked about, Meg Man Shows, The Essence of Mastery Summit, my mentor coaching program. It's all there at starcoachshow.com. So until next week, this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Let's go forth, be responsible with our energy and impact the world. You have a great week.